decibels I didn't feel like doing it <laughs> I'm sitting here with local legend Dan Sedona thanks for being here with me homie not a problem man what's what's happening not a whole lot this is what the show has come down to man I'm not you know it's just uh, plugging along bro you know it's Friday we made it through the week you guys made it through the week. Way to fucking go. Um, yeah, dude. It's the weekend, man, and I'm glad to have you here with me. We got some shit to talk about. Um, but before we get into stuff, anything you'd like to promote? Your new music, your album that's coming out soon, your website, any local businesses you love that you want to support? I've been shouting out Uncle Bill's and Young's Ice Cream in Valley Park, just because I love them. Can't really go wrong with those two. Um, You know, honestly, I hadn't even thought about it until right this second. I got a couple of homies up at the theater that uh, they actually run a horror-themed, like, pop-up shop. You know, with all the COVID, they're not able to pop up, so it's a little more difficult for them it's uh the nightmare shop llc.com if it's it's horror related they've either got it or they can get it and uh not to mention they're a fucking party it's pretty niche (laughs) it totally is which is kind of weird how uh they're actually they took a little bit to get started but good dudes and they're making a run at it so whatever support local business gang and you can support horror shops at nightmarellc.com bro check that shit out man uh we all about helping out our local st louis anybody you know if you're from st louis you like kind of like family except uh you know never mind i'm not gonna It's a weird town. It's a weird time. It's a weird time to be alive, man. Canceled. Um, Bro, so if you guys have been watching the show for a while, you might have seen me have on my local politician friend, Brian Farmer. Okay? Brian Farmer also listens into the show. Brian, if you're listening in, man, you're fucking hoss. I hope you're having a great day. And you kick ass, dude, you know? But me and Dan going to shit talk you a little bit, so saddle up, buddy. I hope you're in the car. I hope you're in the car. We're going to have some fun together, all right? Um, 
me and Dan, we wanted to share a few farmer stories to give uh, our listenership a better idea of why he's one of our best friends. You know what I mean? And we have so many farmer stories, some of which cannot be aired for public record. But we will do our best, you know. And farmer, if you're listening, saddle up, buddy. Let's do this shit. So. (laughs) Yeah. Farmer, if you're listening, I apologize ahead of time. So, uh, yeah, where do you really want to start with the farmer thing? I don't know, man. I guess I'll explain how I met met Brian Farmer. I met him uh, freshman year of high school on track and field. He was a shot putter. We were both trying to be shot putters so we didn't have to run. And uh, he was one of the few people on the team who would really fuck with me. So shout out to you, man. Look what you did. (laughs) 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 Um, But, I mean, me and Farmer stuck through all four years of high school, and we'd go fishing, and people would buy illegals for each other. (laughs) And uh, senior year... We were graced to have a place to go party, which was our buddy John's. Johnny Ray, if you haven't listened to his song, uh, Harry White Boy, go listen to Harry White Boy. Oh, God, I forgot about that. Give you an insight into Johnny Ray. But uh, he had a cabin out in Innsbruck, Missouri that we would go and party at. And no adult supervision in the middle of nowhere, alcohol for days. What else do you need to say? As an 18-year-old, it was everything. So... I guess I was 17 because people were still having smokes, <laughs> but it's all, you know, it's despite the point. Um, the cabin was a place of depravity, and we would party there, drink a lot, and me, Dan, and Farmer ended up there more often than not, you know? Yeah, it was, it was something. It is, do it, it I don't know, doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know. What's your favorite farmer story from the cabin that we can hear? God, from the cabin, that's a bit of a slippery slope. Uh, which, it's all kind of fun and dandy until you realize that uh, I was not at this particular cabin. I don't, I don't remember exactly where. I was what I was doing, whatever. Doesn't really matter. It was like there was there was some shit going on. It's all good. It, yeah. I don't know. I'm bum fucking around St. Louis because why not? What else is there to do? It was either or after senior year. But uh, I get a phone call from Chris. And I don't know, we were talking about whatever whatever was going on. He was explaining things, because for some reason I couldn't make it to this particular venture. Well, uh, in the background of this phone call, I hear Farmer screaming the entire speech from Braveheart. And then you hear a thud, and it turns out Farmer just collapsed onto the floor. Yeah, he turned Scottish. He tripped or something. He turned into Jimmy, which is his Scottish drunk self, which 
comes out on occasion. I was outside on the porch consoling the lovely KD. And, uh, I just remember hearing the glass sliding door open. And then Farmer falls out the, you know, <laughs> he falls halfway out. Like half his torso falls and like hits the ground halfway out the door. And then he gets pulled back inside. <laughs> I don't see anybody. I don't hear anybody. He just gets pulled back inside and the door shuts. And I was like, fuck. Shit's going down inside. One of the worst cabins because it was like just five of us. And I cooked for everybody, and everybody got way too messed up immediately. And I was like, I had to take care of everybody one by one and put everybody to bed. And by 11 o'clock, I put the last person to bed. <laughs> and I finally got to drink, so. Um, yeah. It's really... It is difficult to decipher what happened when. I was still, I can kind of remember which times were which. There's a couple that get boggled in there. But, uh, yeah, dude, the cabin was a magical place of depravity and sin. Wow, there was. It's good stuff. This is probably a perfect one for this (coughs) situation. And it's also another cabin and farmer and the two of us. (laughs) It was Black Friday of 2013. I showed up late because I had to work, and then I just hauled balls on down there. And uh, I'm sitting there, you know, taking shots, doing whatever. Did not stand up at all, not a single time. Apparently that's a bad idea. Uh I don't know where Farmer was while it was me, you, some dude that I still don't know if he was real or not, and I think Kelly was there. I I don't... Somebody had this thing of eggnog. I remember that. It was so disgusting, but I was sitting there taking shots, and I guess at some point, the transition of just getting way too drunk happened, and uh, I'd be pouring a shot, and then look down and be like, okay, who just poured that? Did I not take that? And so then I'll drink it. And just repeat the cycle. And at some point, I don't know where Farmer was during all of this. But I distinctly remember looking over and Farmer is sitting there. And I, it might have been the first that I saw a Farmer that day. And of course, at that point, we're See, both totally trashed. The, the he might have been. Because, yeah. well, it wasn't the first that I saw of him because he definitely hugged my truck. Oh, that's uh, that's the really fun part. I was not stopped. I was still driving <laughs> it, <laughs> but you know, before the end of the night, we're the three of us out on the deck I call that having a the triangle of puke because it was like he was on the rail, I was on the other rail, and 
farmer was like in the middle of the fucking deck, just every one of us puking our asses out. I had drank a bunch of. I had just come from a funeral. Okay, it was like <laughs> my great grandfather's funeral too, so I was a little fucking shook up. So I drank like an entire bottle of Bird Dog Blackberry whiskey, which to this day I can't fucking drink anymore. That stuff was good though. It was all right. Uh, it was it, real sweet. It was really sweet, yeah. So, uh, yeah, dude. Triangle of puke. Kelly still, she was mad at me because she wanted to come hang out with us while we were all puking. And I was like, go inside. <laughs> it was so cold, man. She's like, well, I just wanted to come hang. She got all mad. Was that was like, actually, <laughs> Farmer tried to uh, help me, well, both get off of the deck rail. Cause, yeah, you fell asleep there, dog. Yeah, my uh, my back was real sore. <laughs> but but uh, I don't remember what the hell I went to my truck for. But Farmer, like, followed me, and I definitely passed out on the tailgate, in the cab, leaning on the mirror, and then on the steps. And every single time... For some godforsaken reason, this dude actually took time out of his day to make sure that I made it back inside. He's a good friend. That's why we keep you around, boss. If you're still listening, I'm sorry. Probably I'm going to get a call from him. I, I ain't gonna lie, man. I would have left me. Send in your voicemails, guys. We want to hear from you. If you got any crazy drunk stories like this, send them in. Uh, you got a positive comment negative comment, a criticism, concern, call it in to, you know, you can go to the music and motivation page on either the Anchor app or anchor.fm and leave that voice message at the message thing. So try it out. Back to the fun shit stories, man. So like, uh, I also remember the time that you were like driving everybody, a few people back from the lake or whatever that was up there and Farmer was on the Oh, God, we were, uh, what were we doing? I have no idea. bringing a canoe back or something like that? Was it, there's a kayak down there or something? I don't know, because I, well, this might just be because of the, uh, the nature of the place. (laughs) I don't recall ever being at the lake, but apparently there's a lake there. Yeah, it's kind of alright. I remember drinking Coronas. Shout out, Corona. (laughs) Uh, uh, Oh, God, that's wrong. I kind of love it, though. It's fine. I mean, this podcast has really gone downhill, dude, so we're we're not... I'm not above making any uncouth jokes. But, yeah, they accidentally threw Farmer from his tailgate of his truck. You see, uh... Farmer was leaning on the tailgate, like, you know, sitting in the bed. And I want to, I, I think it was Riley in the cab with me. And it was a Ford Ranger, so there's absolutely no room in that truck. And there was a speed bump. <laughs> and uh, Riley just looked at me and goes, don't slow down. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what? She's like, yeah, just don't. I was like, okay, fuck it. What's the worst that could happen? My truck breaks? And then I remembered farmers in the back of my truck. 
And at that point, it was too late. Yeah, dude absolutely got like a foot off of the bottom of the truck and then hit it. And I, I actually felt really bad about that. Still do. Shout out to you, bro. <laughs> I feel bad for a lot of this shit, but it's all good. Let's move on to some other stuff, man. I got some stuff prepped for us. Uh, some of your favorite concerts you ever been to. Oh, God. We're all about music here, so love to hear about the live music experience, especially if you're out seeing concerts right now. Well, are we defining a festival as a concert? Yeah, dude. Because I remember Mayhem Festival of 2014? It might have been 13. I don't remember. Most of that, honestly, isn't even... Uh, it doesn't really matter who the band's playing were or anything like that. It was just... So many people that, looking back at it now with this COVID mindset, is fucking horrifying. But, uh... There was actually... Like, while I was walking around... You know, seeing it, it was like Whitechapel, Avenged Sevenfold, Lamb of God. Oh, it was a, kind of a crazy, uh, all over the place type of lineup. But I was walking around and I'd co workers, family, people I haven't seen in 10 fucking years, they were all there. And I managed to run into every single one of them. And it was ridiculous. So by the end of it, you know, there's this mosh of like, 55 different people that I know just hurting in the lawn and fucking each other up. <laughs> but, uh, you know, metal shows. Uh, there was also... I I don't remember how much I've actually told you about this one. I went to Manchester, Tennessee for the Exit 111 festival that was three days... And it was, I would honestly say, by far the best show I've ever been to. Uh, for one, ZZ Top. Okay. On their 50th anniversary oh, tour. Shit, uh, they played, it was like a two, two and a half hour long set. They didn't stop for an hour and a half. Not a single break, nothing. Like, this dude's 80. Whatever, man. He keeps on trucking. But it was the whole lineup of that was it was so all over the place. Uh, ZZ Top was actually the final headliner, but uh, there was Ghost, White Apple, Sleeping with Sirens, Leonard Skinner uh, on their final, their final tour, tour. I want to say. They always say that. Def to uh, yeah, they'll be back. We'll see. We'll have so. a not going after COVID tour because just everybody, why not? I'm hoping everybody and their mother will want to go out and get some, you know. Oh, dude, you know it's going to be the plague tour or some stupid shit. <laughs> and just fucking everybody's going to be there because they have nothing better to do and everybody's missed it. Mm -hmm. Like, man, we can't, uh, we can't just not do that. Dude, I missed this. The swag shows specifically. That, uh, there were, 
and my fucking concert lineup last summer was supposed to be dope, <laughs> dude. And I also had, dude, check this shit out. I bought fucking tickets to Dead & Co. at like the beginning of March. And me and my dad were like, okay, should we buy the $4 each uh, insurance for the tickets? What what could happen? Oh, God. What could happen? These fucking tickets were like 140 a pop, too. Jesus. So we bought eight. <laughs> Naturally. No, we did. And like some, you know, I'm not calling anybody. I definitely didn't make everybody pay me back for them since it didn't happen, you know. So it was just kind of very disappointing there. But, I mean, there were those too. El Monastero, the swag. Dude, Kelly was going to see – she had tickets to see Rage Against. Oh, and God. Me, I forgot about that. And I think oh. it's because I wanted to because I – just wanted to go so goddamn bad. <laughs> that was going to be a sick-ass show, too. It was a uh, Rage Against, and then... I'm going to sound so uncultured. Those guys from Florida, what the fuck are they? <laughs> <laughs> Killer Mike. Um, uh, uh, fucking, oh, my God. Those one random Floridians. Oh, God. Oh, I'm going to get so much hate for this. <laughs> Oh, I don't even remember who else it was. I just saw the headline and was like, okay, I need to go. Did they have De La Roche on vocals? Or who was, who was going to do that? I actually, I don't know. Uh, I thought they had, like, that it was going to be the original fucking... That's what I had heard, but I, like, I didn't even look into it. I just heard about it in general and was like, okay, I'm in. I've been waiting for this legitimately my entire life. And then, you know, that whole pandemic. I will say to go back to the favorite concert stories, I'd say one of my top two, top three is the trip we did from Warrensburg to Kansas. August burns red. God, Lawrence, Kansas. Yeah, and we took the bug. Really thought there was going to be more in Lawrence, Kansas. It's it's a college town, so I, I kind of figured it'd be about the size of Warrensburg. When I was still in school in Warrensburg, and we took Farmer. Shout out, here's another Farmer story <laughs> coming up. Get ready, gang. Um, so we take off in the bug. Dan came down the night before. We camped out at our place. And then we headed out in the morning in the bug. And it's about an hour and a half drive. We literally get to the Kansas border. <laughs> we get to the Kansas border. And Dan looks at us and goes, Hey, man. I think we got to turn around. <laughs> I'm like, what? And he's like, I left the fucking tickets in the truck. So naturally, we turn around. We don't talk about it a whole lot. <laughs> oh, dude, there was not a single word. But as we're getting back to Warrensburg, we're taking the off-ramp, and all of a sudden, my fucking... Uh, was it my transmission arm came off, or was it the fucking... No, 
it was the uh, my gas. There's a metal line that runs from the pedal oh, to the carburetor, yeah. carburetor, and it just came off. So in the off ramp, so we, I mean, there was no way for me to accelerate. I just threw it in the first, and somehow we got through the off ramp down the road just to the first turn and we got to the motel stuck in first and uh, I had to fix the bug real quick we got the tickets instead of taking someone else's car (laughs) we take the bug and we go to Lawrence, Kansas and we get a smoking hotel because naturally naturally Uh, god that place was yeah, there was no handle on the bathroom door. It was a it was trip, a, man. A trip. Uh, second floor. The screen on the window. First of all, the window opened. Yeah. I. That still kind of blows my mind. But uh, the window opened and the screen over the window was completely ripped. Which just looked hilarious. It's like it. It looked like somebody was, I don't know. Trying to smoke out the window or something. Something nefarious. And I wasn't even, that was a big window too. It's not like it opened like, you know, two inches or something. You could open that fucker all the way. But the show itself was a pretty fucking, where was it at? Do you remember? It was like the, it started with a P. Grenada. The Grenada Theater. It was. It was pretty cool architecturally. It felt like the whole place was sweating. Like the walls were painted. <laughs> I remember that. I went into the fucking men's room and I was like, why is this whole place wet? I'm <laughs> it totally was. It was really weird. It was like somebody pissed on everything. I honestly, for a second, I had to wonder, like, did they just Spray hose down? the place yeah, or something? I mean, like, I, I don't I don't get what's going on here. But so, then eventually it kind of dawned on me that, what was it, August or something? And uh, it's an all-concrete building in the Midwest, so there was tons of humidity, and it, mm-hmm. I guess it just condensed literally everywhere it was a good show it was like the heaviest metal show I've ever been to (laughs) but I had fun and then on the way back we stopped at Burger King and got 50 McNuggets proceeded to have a food fight in the hotel room with our fucking nugs but it was a good time (laughs) I want to uh I want to say I think somebody uh, threw a poop too. <laughs> Definitely was not me. Nope. I've been known to do do shifty things like that. I mean, weren't we all? <laughs> um, craziest concert story you got? I mean, I'm just oh I'm man, craziest. Talk, miss it. I guess it really depends. I don't know, man. That's a tough one. Because I know, in fact, that same show in Lawrence, Kansas, I got knocked out in the mosh pit. (laughs) And some real big sweaty dude 
was like dragging me out and that i mean that that was pretty strange uh i I mean this guy had to be six seven i think like 400 pounds i i don't know man i got hit hard and i went uh that sucked still enjoyed my bugles later though and then fell my and then woke up and continued eating my bugles <laughs> god there was also Smoke i don't know a uproar festival it was kind of a is that the one in kansas know. city no that was that was rock fest which was super metal for being we all thought you almost broke your back there or something oh god yeah i went crowd surfing and uh they had those you know those metal barriers like they have at parades and shit up at the front yeah and uh they had made this big like uh walkway back to the back so that all of the people crowd surfing could be like set down and they could go back and do it again or whatever the hell they want. Well, I go crowd surfing. I think it was during corn, which is, uh, it was right after their with Skrillex kind of a weird album overall, but I don't know, there was some stuff on there that I dig. Uh, while I'm crowd surfing, you know, everything's good. They're moving me all the way to the front. Uh, first of all, somebody took my wallet out of my pocket, which accomplished nothing. There was literally just an ID in it, nothing else, which I probably shouldn't have even had because I was very drunk and I was like 19. But whatever, it doesn't even matter. I get all the way to the front and... uh Instead of the typical, like, oh, just launch him over the fucking barrier or something, they just drop. Like, the crowd <laughs> split. I fall. Uh, I definitely could have kissed my own ass. Man, I folded over that barrier. <laughs> and I got back to the back, and I had to sit there for a minute and just wonder what the hell I'm doing. No, I still have it. It is very beige. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that purple dead shirt I had? Yeah. Shit is white. Shit's white now. It's actually see-through, so like, because you see my... (laughs) (laughs) Got a little wet t-shirt contest going all the time? I should. I was fucked, dude. I was gonna change shirts. Oh well, you get to see the shit soccer shoe play shirt today, guys. Shit brown color. It looks like they wrote it in literal dookie. <laughs> it kind of does. But uh, shout out to your mom's house podcast. They fucking rock. Um, let's see, man. Let's talk about ghost stories, dude. You got any really good ghost stories? Oh man, I don't have 
a you, ton. Do you believe in ghosts? I do. Okay. I'm right there with you. I don't know the extent I believe in, but I, I think there's more out there, so I'm open to hearing anything, you know what I mean? I know... Oh... The typical, like, oh, I hear things, like, you know, shit like that. And I, I feel like a good amount of that's paranoia. But at the same time, at uh, the theater that I work at, or used to work at, it's a complicated it's right now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of funny, because... Uh, you know, I took on the maintenance, so I started doing overnight maintenance. Nobody else. Thing. And that and place was, is ancient too. It's like at least a hundred years old, right? I mean, not the current building, but like the current building is not the actual building. I don't remember when it was originally built, but it burned down in the late sixties. And uh, then it was rebuilt three or four times over. It doesn't really matter, but. <clears throat> and uh, I don't. The old manager that did the maintenance for it. He always told me he was like, "Man, there's uh, you're gonna hear some weird shit." Like so it was the like what? Night, night yeah, and I, I was just like, "What?" Like, it, it's an old building, whatever. There's a bunch of random shit everywhere. It's, I mean, it's an old theater building. There was projectors and everything else. So I was like, whatever. I'm sure it's just, Creeps you know, yeah. And as I'm walking around, I went and I made sure that all of the doors were closed because, well, half of the little things that hold them open were broken or fucked up anyway part of why i was actually there uh and you'll be like walking around the one side that's newer uh, it's normal like whatever it it doesn't really matter but when you're on the old side I, I will admit it was it was pretty weird man you'd be walking around and you'd hear a door open or something like that or footsteps or just feel off yeah. like dude it was shady and actually there it got to a point that you know maybe it was uh being fairly drunk at work but uh, <laughs> it got to a point that i was just like you know what i don't want to fucking do this anymore this is weird man like i don't feel right and so I didn't. They said like a young girl died in the fire <clears throat> there or something, right? Or was that before that? I have no idea if it's true, okay, but I have heard similar stories. We're talking local urban legends, gang. Sorry. Um, Obviously not based in whole fact, I guess. Working from supposition. Yeah, and there's, I don't know, this common theory that the theater is haunted by little Susie. Oh, I never had any issues with it. Although, there was one point in uh, 
it's one of the older theaters. I, I want to say it's number nine now. They renumbered them all, which just annoys the shit out of me. By the way, it's the pair 13. Because there's 13 auditoriums. Why would you leave it at 13? It's just such an unlucky. <laughs> like, come on. Some That's some bad juju there. Fuck up Grateful Dead Night at the movies. And that's okay that it happened. I just, you know, I didn't want to hear any shit when I started wandering to the other showings. It <laughs> was like, we can't figure our shit out. So, yeah, I'm going to go dance in the section of number nine for a little bit. Even wow, that was, cool. that was in the same theater. I was in that audit. I was fixing a seat or something like that. I don't remember exactly what I was doing. There was something fucked up. And while I'm standing there, kind of blowing time, you could actually see the door kind of kick open and just close again. And they're all on automatic closers. Like, you know, there's... At the time, I was just like, whatever. It was probably something to do with the air conditioning and pressure different. I, I don't know, some stupid shit like that. I was like, man, that's never done that to another door. So I don't know. Maybe it was legit. Maybe it wasn't. I don't really know. I'm not going to focus on it. Yeah. Partially because I still work there sometimes. I think I've told you the one about the time I DJed at the Lemp Brewery. Dude, I am so fascinated with that place. Oh, no, I know. I want to fucking spend the night over at the mansion. That's the only part I haven't been to is the actual mansion. I've seen the brewery and I've been so to is, the house on the other side. I've never street. been over. Is the brewery in a like in a different spot from the actual house? They're really close. Like you gotta imagine they were like within within a mile or so. Oh, that's not bad. Like I said, I haven't been to the house. It's all over on Cherokee, though. Oh, yeah. Actually, uh, I sold a muffler to the head head chef at the Lemp Mansion. Good dude. Yeah, he gave me fried chicken. Dude, I bet the show was lit, dude. Dude, it was great. Um, Let's see. You want to do a little bit of a regular podcast with me, too? Uh, sure. There's a couple other questions here, but we'll hit them at the end. Um, normally, I talk about tips for just surviving the week. I talk tips for musicians. And then sometimes I throw, like, the albums I'm listening to for, like, an album of the week. I don't really think I do them. And then I'll talk news at the very end, just like, what the fuck's going on? anything new is happening, which it ain't because fucking, <laughs> fucking dragging on and nobody's got new things to talk about, but that's why we're out here trying to talk about different things with my man, local legend, Dan Sedoma. Shout out. Check him out on Literally Nowhere. Literally nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> He's only on MS Messenger. Um, yeah. But soon to be in a rock band, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. We'll 
see about that. But Tester surviving the week, gang. And wait, wait, this is why I have these. Hold on. Check it out. I have, like, noises for the segments. Tips for surviving the week. <laughs> I bet they fucking heard it every time I tried to play it. So I probably just played it three times on the video. Fuck. My bad, guys. But if you... Here's tip number one for surviving the week. Get you some sound effects. Play them at random times. You know, you walk into work, have one queued up on your phone. You know, you're about to go see boss and you play it right before you fucking say hi. And it's like, maybe it's the damn son, where'd you find that? You know, right as you walk up to your manager who's about to like ask you to do something. So it's just like, make an entrance. Make Yeah, man, have something. I used to walk into my friend's houses in college with a laugh track queued up. <laughs> which was not very popular I'll, I'll say but it definitely made me laugh because I'm fucking nuts sometimes but find little things like that that really you know get your goat and make you fucking feel good um, tip number two for surviving the week check in on your bubble of fucking positive people man always be reaching out and checking in right now it's fucking been tough on everybody and fuck dude knows what the fuck is going on everybody's weekly everybody's life can change so fucking much so check in say hi let people know you're thinking about them you got any tips for surviving in this 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 bitch just keep going man just keep going it's it sucks man it's tough it you know we're all there we all see it just keep in contact. Keep going. Keep going. Hang to the... And fucking be grateful for the little things you got, you know? I mean, you probably got some decent stuff going on, whether it's the people around you, wherever you're staying, what the things you find in your life that make it worth living. Try to count them. And like, think of at least three at a time, you know what I mean? So... Especially in this holiday time, it's a great time to be working on our gratitude, bro. And I'm super fucking grateful for you guys. So uh, thank you for tuning into the show, bro. You, thank you for being here. Grateful to have you in my life, too. But, uh, you know, everybody who supported this bitch, you fucking rock. Um, and that's all we'll do for Tips for Surviving the Week. <laughs> uh, tips for musicians and music lovers. Well, tip number one every week, bro, is keep practicing. And this, and you'll welder, right? You're fucking pretty good at welding. Yeah. Did you get good at welding without wasting a bunch of metal and practicing a little bit? Oh no, I fucked up a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, Sticking random metal together. Yeah, but when you fucked up, you either really burned yourself. So, you know, yeah, that, that, that does happen. Sure. Or B, you learn, you know, you fucking didn't let it shut you down, you know? I feel like with a lot of musicians, if we get stuck on the same song and we can't advance through it, sometimes we put the instrument down. Sometimes we're like, man, fuck this, I ain't gonna get good at it. For me, man, when I get to a fucking song that I'm really struggling with, that I'm like, man, 
first of all, I've seen a six-year-old play this shit, and why can't I play this, <laughs> you know? <laughs> you got to back away from it, take a break on that thing, and practice something else. Maybe find a different song, try practicing some scales, try writing something, man. It's, uh, you know, just break up the monotony of practicing the same thing that you're getting pissed off about. Especially when I really sucked at guitar when I was starting out. My uncle got me into slide guitar, so I had a completely different, like, style of guitar for me to go and practice that when I was getting pissed with bar chords and shit. Bar chords suck. They're super yeah. convenient, they're super useful, but man, they suck to figure out. Man, it's super hard. Just keep practicing those. That's tip number one. Yeah. There's a lot of, you know, just... If it comes down to it, if you have to, fucking... Take a break. Take a walk. Take a walk. Smuggle a little something. Do whatever you got to do. Just come back to it. Quit the band. No, I'm playing. <laughs> break up the band. No. Um, all jokes here, man. Nobody gets my band humor. Uh, tip number two for musicians and music lovers, man. Stay inspired. And the number one way I stay inspired is by listening to new shit. So listen to public radio, try listening to something different on YouTube, try listening to some Spotify mixes that are different. There's so many different avenues to finding new music, but my personal favorite, again, is listening to that public radio. 88.1 KDHX in St. Louis, my favorite radio station of all time. Go check out 88.1 if you're in St. Louis. 88.7 is pretty good, too. That's that uh, SIUE... Oh, yeah. Illinois uh, jazz station. Fucking killer, dude. Although, I, I've been trying to tune in the last two weeks, so if anybody knows anything about what the fuck's going on over there, let me know. But that's 88.1 and 88.7 if you're a St. Louis resident. And uh, if you're not a St. Louis resident, well, congrats on listening to and finding this show, because fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate the support. You got any tips for musicians or music heads? Man, nowadays, when there's so little going on, just try to keep tabs on what's going on. Uh, a lot of these bands, they're doing virtual shows, virtual this, that, and the other. And a lot of them, they're just, you know, they're in areas that are in full lockdown, so they can't even leave their home. Mm-hmm. So I know... Uh, Man, I feel bad that I can't remember what the hell the band was. But each one of their members, it might have been from Ashes to New or something. I don't know. Each one of their members is actually individually uploading their part to a song. And they're posting them onto YouTube just as quarantine covers. They're just making new stuff, covering other stuff. That's cool. Getting guest vocalists, guest musician you know whatever and it's actually it's really cool it's a nice like new take on older music so, so yeah, I, dude, I love hearing some modern covers too you know yeah. and uh you know when there's musicians like and this is probably uh probably for someone like you gonna be a little little strange to hear me talk about a musician like lady gaga Dude, she is so incredible at what she does. Uh, she did a couple covers of 
various other artists from Sinatra to Elvis. And it, yeah, and every single time she always manages to kill it. That's, t- that's just like the energy, bro. Yeah, and I'm sure a lot of it is, which in itself is its own kind of skill. You know, performance is... It's kind of like difficult. public speaking, dude. It's yeah. difficult. Yeah. You know, not everybody can do it. You got to get used to it. You got to figure out where your your place is in it. You know, what are you comfortable doing? What are you capable of doing? And just balancing the two. But uh, yeah, that, that kind of got off track. It doesn't really matter. We're over here having fun. Uh, Fuck yeah, we are. Yeah, just keep tabs on what's going on. If you want to practice your stage presence at home, get yourself one of them big-ass mirrors, grab your guitar, and start practicing standing up and making goofy faces into that motherfucking mirror. That's what I did, bro. That's how we, That's how you build that stage presence. you got to at least be able to see it so that you can remember how it feels to make a good face. You know what I mean? Because otherwise you get on stage and you'd be making some dumb. <laughs> I used to lose a lip when I'd be playing. I'd be fucking be in the middle of a guitar solo and like suck one of them in like or like bite my fucking lower lip off that's why you gotta practice that stage presence at home it sounds dumb but you know if you do it by yourself it's different you know it's fine I mean I guess it's a yeah. little easier for a drummer I mean you don't have a shit ton of stage presence <laughs> no you just be there <laughs> Please fucking show up. That's like your whole job. <laughs> in my in my opinion, the drummer's whole job is please show up. But uh, yeah, that's all for our tips for musicians and music lovers. Wow. Yeah, you know it. You know what I'm saying. From the department of Noam Sands. You taking oh, the Norm Senses? You counting my Norm Sands? We're hanging out, right? It's Eight all or nine right. times? That's you too many Norm Sands. You riding on my jock. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to have a good time. You know what I'm saying? You're counting my Norm Sands. I'm saying a lot more on the podcast, but, you know, I got some pretty good audio clips going real quick. If you guys are listening in, shout out to you. Y'all are tremendous. Oh, this is tremendous. Tremendous. <laughs> tremendous. This is tremendous. I know the human being and fish can coexist peacefully. It's George Bush. Human beings and fish. Yeah. And that's the same bull ish you laid on me last time, dog. So go on with your drunk VLT playing, smelling like hamburger helper drunk motherfucker. Man. I don't know if it's available to iPhone, but I have a uh, Samuel L. Jackson soundboard. Ooh, that's pretty good. It's very Probably aggressive in some parts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Probably yeah. A lot of on it. Um, we couldn't use it in the first five minutes, but I think that's what I said right when we started. Yeah, I, I think we made it like 15 seconds in. It's fine. <laughs> That's okay. Um, out, any albums you want to shout out? Normally I'll do an albums of the week, but I think I did something on Monday. We'll just... What's your favorite? What have you been listening to? Oh, man. I've been all over the place lately. 
as you know and farmer knows uh generally i lean towards rock metal you know pretty much what type of realm uh grandson if you've ever heard of him i want to say just dropped a new album he's got kind of a it's kind of a weird vibe to be honest like it's it's hard to define is what i mean by that um he's very new age uh i know just last night i listened through unlike pluto i'm gonna i'm gonna look that one up really quick just to be sure because i totally listened to it i didn't even mean to i understand having as many all the time apparently can't remember the fucking name of the song or the band me got onto uh mud honey yeah unlike pluto messy mind unlike pluto gang is the name of the band messy mind is the album messy mind is the album fucking um mud honey Seattle that uh, some of them split off to create uh, Mother Love Bone. Oh, yeah. Right. And then these guys created the more punk version of grunge. But I, I think you'd know this. I'm trying to think of a song you'd know by them. Touch Me, I'm Sick, which is not the best year <laughs> for that song. Oh, yeah. Might be the worst. Touch me, I'm sick. Yeah, it's fucking good though. Um, so that's Mud Honey, and the album is a uh, Big Muff Super Fuzz. Some good shit, named after the two pup pedals the guitarist had. Pretty cool. Naturally, shit. one had a big muff, and the other had a super fuzz. So naturally, that's uh, I can that's dig some it. Good stuff. Hey guys, keep praying for my grandfather. He's uh still got he's got another fever, so like with everything that's been going on, especially with his stomach stuff going on, man. Shoot any good vibes or prayers over for uh Ray Davis, man. Sincerely. Um trying to think of any other news that's really going on. I'm recording some new rock shit I wanna show you after the show. But uh can dig it. Can't show it on the show yet. Won't be a surprise. Um, have enough tracks for a third instrumental jazz hop album. And I kind of want to make like a seasonal mix kind of thing and upload that to YouTube. Like, you ever seen the like lo-fi chill beats to oh, relax yeah. and listen to? That's so big now. There's so many different offshoots of it. just want to throw some of my shit on like a mix and up my own just shoot it out there i don't know i've always dug that kind of thing just for it's good for like cleaning it's good for yeah you know, something to throw on in the background because some of them can get really sad though so like i i learned that i have to stick to like jazz hop because that's just more upbeat and can like make a bad mood into a good mood for sure yeah 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 <laughs> you got to be careful with it but have you ever seen if it just says lo-fi beats you're like man i'm gonna cry in about 20 minutes so yeah find yourself some chill hop some jazz hop nice mix there 
one of my favorite of those ambient music type of things is definitely Marconi Union. If you've never, they are. It, like I, I can't define it as anything other than ambient music. It's each one of their songs kind of falls into a different genre type of thing. But uh, and end of the day, it's meditative music. It's definitely super cool. Hit them up. What's what's the song name again? Union. There's a YouTube mix channel called Fantastic Music that I really fucks with. It's kind of like where I start with. And then, like, they'll feature different people. So, like, a, a given mix has, like, 20 different artists on it. So it's kind of like, if I really like one, then I'll pick that artist and go look into them. Kind of like Farmer does with his Spotify mixes. I, just, I don't really fucks with Spotify a whole lot until they start paying me more. But yeah, I never... Shout out to YouTube. Y'all need to start paying me too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on, I never actually figured out Spotify until uh, I was in Alabama. Oh, for you either yeah, stuff. either last month or two months ago or something. Right after Halloween. Yeah, and uh, I was sitting there trying to. That doesn't matter. Uh, Oh, you, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> what, what the hell? Uh, you figured out how to use Spotify. Oh, Alabama. yeah. When I was in Alabama and I was, I, I had to go and like get on a fucking fly back and I was like, shit, man. I'm apparently from fucking 1992 and I didn't bring my iPod with me. So I was like, I guess I got to figure out how to put some music on my phone, which is an Android. Apparently, since I have a Samsung, I get Spotify for six months or something like premium, which I was like, okay, that seems legit, which reminds me I got to cancel that shit. Because I ain't about to be paying for some shit that I ain't using. Even though they do have a pretty dope service. Uh, But I was like, man, I I finally just then figured out, first of all, what Spotify was in the first place. I had never even looked at it, right? Man, I'm with the times. (laughs) And how to use it and still... I was downloading some of the shit and then eventually I was just like, okay, whatever. I got seven hours worth of music for a four hour plane ride. That should be more than enough. And I have not touched it since then. Or maybe I have once. I don't remember why though. That's how I feel about the booze from our bachelor party. Maybe touched it once since then. Can't really anymore. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah, good times, good times. That bachelor party was a success. That's how I think about the son from the bachelor party. Yeah, dude, he got rid of shit. Dude, I was a lobster back. Um, went to float down to find the titties, dude. <laughs> and find the titties he did. 
uh, it still <laughs> frightens me that that burn did not hurt. Dude, it was peeling, peeling, like, the next day. But I couldn't feel it. Same with Brendan, dude. He fell asleep on a Oh, my God. I wish that his hand was on his stomach or something. Just because it would have been beautiful. Good times, good times. Well, I don't have any other real news for y'all. Keep tuning in. We'll be back here on Monday. Dan, thank you so much for being here with me, bro. It's always a party. Hey, uh, real quick, hey, Farmer, if you're listening, I just want you to know I'm going to have to ask how she feels about trains. Ooh. Oh, God. Yeah, haven't done that yet. Uh, anyway, that's a whole story. So, yeah, Farmer. And Farmer, there's more stories in reserve for later, so, you know. Oh, that really, sounds dangerous. Really don't want me to say on air. You gotta pay me to not say them. So, shout out Brian Farmer. I'm just waiting to see what Farmer has to say about either of us. After. I mean, he's been on two episodes. He's had some shit to say. So. A little that. <laughs> really, they weren't nearly as bad as this one. But thank you guys for tuning in. If you listen to this whole thing, give yourself a pat on the back and smoke one down for me. Mad love, mad respect. I think we're going to end it here, gang. Shout out local legend Dan Sedoma. Uh, mad love and respect, gang. Have a great rest of your week. It's tremendous. 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 Tremendous.